Shalom over the Masechus Baba Kamadav Kuf Tesayin. Today is Daf discussing, uh, discusses filtering water which was poisoned, using wine for ear freshener. Uh, why the guy can't say Meshatani Bach for the wine, as opposed to when the guy was leaving prison when he could do that. If the guy jumps in to save the donkey and his own donkey ended up making it. Does the guy still have to pay him for it? Does Do people get paid for trying? What happens uh, after an attack? How, do they, how does a caravan divide what, the, the money that's left over? And when a boat is uh, sinking, what goes overboard? Some Gashmakasuk is over here. Now, we had said yesterday that water, which, uh, wine, which is left open, is gala, it has you know, potential poison in there. What in the world could you possibly use it for? So he said that it still has some value because you can strain it like Reb Nechemia. What's this Reb Nechemia? So the Brisa says that strained oil still has an issue of giloy, of being left open. The poison could still get in. Reb Nechemia says that's only if the bottom where the wine strains into is Uncovered. If you have a cover on the bottom cylinder where the wine filters in, then there is no issue. No, the, the the upper one is where the wine originally goes into is uncovered in that top cylinder. That's okay because the, the poison will be filtered out through the filter. It will remain like a sponge on top. Now, Rev. Simon Omer Levi says, that's only if it wasn't stirred. Clara, when you filter it, it, it's automatically stirred. The Gemara says, no, if you pour it in gently, then uh, it won't be stirred. The, the, the poison will remain intact and it will talk and be filtered out. And the Gemara asks, Rev. Nechemia, do you hold that you can take off truma for produce which is Tomei onto an item which is Tomei? Is that okay? Brysa says, Tanakama holds that you're allowed to take off Shuma from Tomei to Tomei, Tar to Tar. Even Tar for Tomei, you just can't take off Tomei produce as Shuma for Tar. But Nehemiah says, you're not even allowed to take off Tomei for Tomei. The only time you can is if it's Demai, when you're unsure whether it's Taka, an issue, whether Shuma and Maestros need to be taken off. So the Gemara says, oh, okay, Nehemiah is talking here in a case of Demai. Now, he had said that you're al- when one of the 10 barrels is breaking, it's spilling, so you could use that as your truma. It's being But don't do this with oil, because oil can still be used by a kayan, even when it's tame, for kindle. The Gemara says, hold on a second. Sp- uh, wine, that's tame, also has its use. You could use it as an air freshener, ziluf. Are you going to tell me that air freshening doesn't really count as something? That's not true. Shmuel says the name of Rabbi Chia that, you know, if you could get wine for drinking for a cellar, that's a great deal. For sprinkling, you even pay up to two and it's still a good deal. So sprinkling is worth even more than drinking. So the Gemara says, no, no, no. When it's brand new wine, like the wine we were talking about, it's useless for air freshener. The Gemara says, yeah, but you could just leave it around and it'll become old. Ah, but if you leave it around, Tomei Truma, bad things can happen. You could accidentally come to drink it and use it. That's not recommended. Ah, oil also. You leave around Tomei oil, you might come to use it, drink it, put it, use it improperly. 
not just for Kindle. So the Gemara answers, yeah, but you can leave it in a very dirty clee, which will remind you that this is only for Kindle. Oh, so why not leave the wine in a dirty clee? Yeah, well, you're going to be using that for your fancy ear freshening sprinkling. You're, gonna, you're not going to leave that in a dirty clee. So Lamaisa, by one, since the coin can't keep it, you're allowed to make that the truma. Now the Gemara points out that whether you we're worried that it'll come to a takolo, that you'll use it improperly, that itself is machlekes tanoim. We have a price of that says if you have a barrel of wine which is truma, tome. So Beshame says, first opinion, spill it all out. Bez Hillel says, no, you can still use that for air freshener. What I worry, they're going to come to drink it. Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Oisi says, I'm going to make this in between opinion between Bishamah Beis Hillel that if it's in the house, you're using it immediately, then you can use it for air freshener. But if it's out in the field and you'll have to hold on to it for a while, then you have to spill it all out. Of course, you might come to Kamli De Takala like what Bishamah was worried about. Some learned that his Zahra was different, that if it's old, so you could already use it, then you could sprinkle it if it's brand new and you have to wait for it to age to become air freshener then you have to pour it out don't wait because then you'll be worried uh, about a takala but uh, everyone said that Rabbi Shmuel is not making a hachro Tosa says it's because he was a, a dirt later so he's not actually a third opinion Rashi says he's just saying his own third opinion it's not it's not a combination of Beshamay and Beisela they, they weren't talking about that they weren't talking about a house in a field now, in Amish, we had a case where the guy says, you know, uh, both of our donkeys are drowning, and yours is worth more. So, if I save yours, by the wine case, that was the first one, that uh, I'll pour out my wine to save your honey. But if he makes him a deal that says, look, as lo- I'll save your honey and pour out my wine as long as you pay me back with your honey for my wine. In that case, the guy would be chayev. The Gemara says, one second, why would the guy be chayev? Why can't the honey owner say, Meshat Anibach, nah, I was just messing with you, I just wanted my honey to be saved. We had the case like this. You know, Bryce, like I was running away from prison, he had to get over a uh, river, and he tells the, the raftsman, the ferryman, you know, I'll give you a dinar, which is a lot, just across the ferry, just to get me, you know, get me across. So he only has to pay him whatever it normally costs. He doesn't have to pay him the full dinner. Because he could tell him, So, so too here. Why can't the honey guy tell the wine guy, And I'll just pay you. And maybe not pay him at all. And the Gemara says, no, no, this is more like the safer case by the prison break. Where the guy tells the ferryman, I'll pay you a dinner for your wages. In which case, he actually has to pay him the full dinner. The difference is that since the ferryman was also a fisherman, and he was actually losing out on catching fish by taking him across, he owes him full the amount that he promised. He can't just say, ah, no, I, I was just mishat in Now, when there were two donkeys that were drowning, we said the same thing. If he makes a deal with the more expensive donkey's owner, says, look, I'll, I'll let mine drown to save yours, then the guy has to pay. Otherwise, he doesn't. Why do we need a second case? It seems like it's the same lesson as the wine and the honey. And the commander says, if we just had the wine case, over there, the guy actively poured out his wine. But over here, the donkey was, was drowning automatically. So maybe you wouldn't have to pay him. And in the flip side, when the donkeys are drowning, so Stam, he doesn't get paid because it was just drowning by itself. I mean, look, 
This was happening anyway, so I'll pay you for saving my donkey, but I'm not going to pay you for your donkey. Over here, when the guy Mamash poured out the his wine, maybe I would think even Stam, I would have to pay him for his wine. So Kamash Mala, no, not unless he makes it tonight. Now, if Kahana asks Rav, what happens if the guy goes down to save the donkey? And he makes this tonight. So the guy's, uh, the, the expensive donkey's owner is ready to pay for the uh, lifeguard, for his donkey. And then the lifeguard's donkey climbs out by itself. Does the guy still have to pay? So Rav says, yeah. This, the lifeguard, you know, had Rachmanus men And he gave him back his donkey. But the, that was totally connected to the deal that they made. It's an irrespective factor. Similar to what we have by Rav Safra. He was uh, in a caravan and they had this lion that was walking along with them to protect them over the night. And every night they would uh, sort of sacrifice one of their donkeys to this lion. The lion would eat it up and that would keep him near and uh, protect them because he liked them. He gave them donkeys. So and they took turns giving their donkey to this lion. Rav Safra gave his, lion, his donkey to the lion and the lion Taka didn't eat it that night. Oh, so no, next morning Rav Safra was in it. He took his donkey back. Now, Rav Achimidifti tells Ravina, wait, why do you even need to take it back? He was mafkar to the, to the lion, not to the rest of the world. So Rav Safra says, yeah, he just wanted to make it clear that he was being recoined. But you're right, technically he didn't have to. Now, Rav asks Rebbe, what happens if the guy goes down to save the donkey? And he doesn't. Does guy still have to pay for the lifeguard's donkey? Does this talk a very good question? But nope. He doesn't have to pay. He, pay. he pays him for his work, but he doesn't have to pay him for his donkey. He didn't fulfill his deal. So Gemara asks, we learned that if someone hires somebody to bring food to a choyla and he goes and he finds that the choyla is dead or that the choyla got better, he's not a choyla anymore. You still have to pay him full. You see, you pay even if he doesn't fulfill the job. So he, he says, one second, that's, not what, that's a totally different case. Over there, the guy fully did it because he brought the food to the sick person. I, the guy got, got better, that, that's, a, that's a separate thing. But over here, the guy never did a shlichus of saving the donkey. That's what he was supposed to do, and he failed. He didn't do his shlichus, so he's not going to get rewarded for the shlichus, which he didn't do. Next, the Gemara tells us the case of a caravan. It's going in the desert, and then these pirates come, and they tear them apart. Now, whatever money was not taken, they divided amongst themselves, depending on how much money they had had before, not depending on how many people are there. So it's not an even distribution. It's depending on how much money was there before. However, if they had this guide whose job there is to make sure that everyone stays alive, so now the attack was on people, not on money, then they would have divided evenly amongst, you know, counting the heads. It also says, the said that you don't change the minug of the donkey drivers. Donkey drivers amongst themselves can make this deal that if any of you guys lose a donkey, we'll supply you with a new one. So this way everyone is guarding each other's donkeys. And they have each other's backs. If someone's Peshea, then they don't have to replenish his donkey. If he does lose a donkey and, and they say and he asks for money to go buy a donkey, we don't have to give him money. We only have to give him a donkey. Why? Well that wasn't the deal. What's the Khidish? The Khidish is that this guy actually has another donkey. So I might think he's already gonna be part of our guard so why not give him money the, so Kamash Malon and that when he only has one donkey at stake here you, you don't have to give him the cash 
Because he's not guarding as well as someone who has two donkeys here. Even though he is still going to be on watch, not as well as if you give him a second donkey. Now he has more to protect. And we have a, a parallel case with boats. If you have a boat that's going and a wave is attacking it now instead of pirates. Uh, so you start throwing things overboard, right? That's what you do. You lighten the load. So you don't lighten it depending on the value of the item. You, you lighten the load. You throw anything over the board depending on its weight. Also, you don't switch the minog of the sailors. The sailors amongst themselves allow to watch each other's boats and say, look, if your boat gets, gets hit, we'll back you up. If one of them is Peshaya, you don't need a cover for that. If one of them loses their boats, you don't have to give him money. You have to give him a boat. What's the Chedesh? I would think that maybe in Nisan, first it's saying that if one of the boats was Peshaya and he went out so far where the other boats aren't, you don't have to get him a new one. It doesn't mean that he went out away from the other boats. It means that in Nisan, you normally go out one rope's length. And in Tishrei, you go out two, and he he went out two in Nisan. He, so he let his boat out too far. Even in that case, you don't give him money. You, you don't you don't repay him for his boat. You're not responsible for that as a, a unit. Next, the Gemara tells us that if a, a caravan is going all in the midbar and they get taken over by bandits, and one guy saves the saves the whole deal, one hero, so. All the stuff is now his. Everyone is me. Now it's his. But that's only if he announces that it's for me. Otherwise, it goes back to their original owners. Now the Gemara says, one second, what was the case? Were they able to save it themselves? Then even in the Seifa, it should go back to them. If they weren't able to do it, then in any event, it should be his. He was the only one who saved it. So we have to worry. answers. Remember, Homer says they were talking about Shutfin. And this Shutuf is dividing it even without their, uh, the other Shutfim's Rishos. If he said so, then he's allowed to. If he never made his statement, then he's not allowed to. Uh, Rova gives a different answer, and he says that, talking about workers who made this rescue, this guy, who, who, this hero was one of the workers, and this is like Shitas of Rav, who says that a worker, at any point in the middle of his job, he can say, yeah, I'm out of here. But that's only if he actually says something to the Balabut, to the Balabias. So over here, if if he didn't make a statement, he's still working for the Balabias and it goes back to the owners on the caravan. But if he made a statement, like the Pasuk says, Kili he's a free man and everything belongs to him. The Ravashi gives the third answer. They were talking about where technically they could have saved it themselves, but only Bishas at Chak. It wasn't Pashat for them to do it themselves. So if he made himself clear that it's all for me. Then he was just rescuing it himself and taking on the risk himself. If he didn't, then it goes back to the people who technically could have done it themselves. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.